previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Honestly, I'm kind of hoping you're just binging these episodes because I didn't have time to put this together this week. Uh, last week's episode ended with uh, Eve carrying Agador on his back, Hogum following behind, losing some steam carrying books, and Benny sharing a very strange kiss with Marcus Flint. Now you're caught up. Enjoy the episode. And hey, thanks for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, the real play, real gay D&D podcast. I am your dungeon master, Chris. I'm Tisha. I play Benny. I'm Jonathan, and I play Eve. I'm Mark, and I play Holgum. You gotta say his last name. Oh, McGogol. <laughs> we got it now. I think we're in. <laughs> I think we found the sweet spot. <laughs> All right. What's our question? Dis- Disney songs. Favorite Disney song. All right, Jonathan, you start us off. What's your favorite Disney song? Why the hell do I have to start the hell? What the? What's the song in The Lion King with Puma? Timon and Puma. Hakuna Matata? Yes, that's it. You said with Puma, the shoes? With Puma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that your favorite song, Mark? Hakuna Matata. Yes. Okay. My favorite song is Where You Are from Moana. That's a good song. It is. I love it. It's so delightful. Mine is Eye to Eye from the Goofy movie. It would be. Oh, oh my goodness. That's how I knew I was gay. <laughs> Yo, I love that dude. I love that song so much. Wasn't that Michael Jackson singing it? No, no. it was not. It was. No, that's right. Trap. Tev Campbell. Yes. Tev Campbell. Ah, such a good song. Um, mine is Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Oh, you better slay mama. Yes. First of all, the voice actress, the singer for Pocahontas, her voice is ridiculous. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. And it's such a good, it, like, for for how long ago it was made, it was such a nice, inclusive I, I song. agree. That mm-hmm. whole scene is iconic, too. It was so good. I remember seeing that when I was a little kid when that came. I don't know if I saw it right when it came out, but I remember seeing it as a little kid and just being mesmerized and in love. That's when I should have known I was gay because I was incredibly <laughs> in love with Pocahontas. Yes, Queen. Yeah, that was... Okay, that was our conversation about songs. Let's play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> we kept that one very like, calm that time. It wasn't 20 minutes of us talking. Oh, shade. I mean, that's not even shade. That's just very truth. proud. <laughs> All right. So, last time on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Agador on your shoulder. You and Hogum and Loxif are running. Benny following maybe like 25 feet behind. After a very weird kiss with Flint. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot that uh, Benny turned into a gender traitor for a little bit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been, watching Hand- I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. Like, I'm so here for all this language. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, Eve, what are you doing with Agador? I, uh, I'll follow where you're going on this one. I didn't expect Agador to be on someone's shoulder, frankly. So, so I'm in. I, I, like I said, I bullied him. So, um, <laughs> so we are running straight for the church, like, um, and we enter the doors of the church, and I uh, show him the body. 
he says, uh, oh, my. Okay. Um, what are, what, why am I here for a body, though? What, what do you want me to do? You are here. Um, Mr. Agador, you are here for this body because I do believe that you may know some of the arts that were used. Uh, with your knowledge of the Maic and its religion, maybe you know what dark arts were used on this body uh, so that it could come and desecrate our church. Let me let me take a look. I'll, I'll be happy to help. Uh, and he... Oh, please, sir, make haste. He goes and looks over the body and um, I, I need an insight check from all three of you. I assume, Benny, you caught up at this point. I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah, you're all in the church now. I need an ins- uh, yeah, in- insight. I got a nine. Holcomb's too tired. Can you just, like, sleep on a pew or something? I put a coffee next to you, Hogum. Mm, what flavor? Uh, English toffee. Oh, yes. Um, mine is 12. Mine's 10. Okay. You guys notice... I mean, you guys notice that Agador is really combing over the body. He's being very meticulous, actually, um, looking for everything. Does he do a lick check? Mm, he, you know what? He doesn't. <laughs> Not good enough. Not. <laughs> he turns back around and he says, uh, uh, I mean, everything lines up to be Mayak. You know, I should go back to my shop. I should look at my books. Maybe let grab a couple, bring them back here. What do you think? I thought we already grabbed the books. Can I can I actually see the book really quick? I just want to double check my work. There you go, Agador. Okay, thank you, thank you. Let me just and he starts he starts flipping through the pages and he's like, I whoever did this is is actually quite intelligent. I mean this this is exactly what it should be. The spell is a it's a control spell, um, typically used by um, uh, basically destroying religious artifacts. That's how you can start to control people. Oh, he was going to destroy the halo. Uh, Mr. Agador. Yes. What do we do now that we know that there is an actual Maic religion going on? Who do we talk to? I'm trying to think who would be part of the Maic. No one really comes in asking for it aside from you guys. So what? Is there someone that possibly has more knowledge? <gasps> oh, you know, you know, you know who I think might know something that, um... That bartender, that bartender might be one of those Mayics. That bartender, that the um, he might be one of those bad people. Maybe, maybe him. Maybe try him. The hippie? Yes, him. Mr. Agador, I do declare you should lead us to this bartender so that we may discuss. And since you have so much knowledge of the Mayic and its religion, uh, maybe you could be the one to keep a watchful eye over the bartender so that no funny business happens. Sir. You, you want me to come with you? You know, I'm still very tired from being attacked, though. That is not my issue, Mr. Agador. My issue is my religion is falling apart into pieces and you are not helping. I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting out of this. You're not. I do declare, Mr. Agador, we must make haste to the bar. Okay. At least I get a drink out of it. <laughs> you guys all head into the bar then. Um, I mean, so he's saying this stuff that he has no idea. Like, can we tell if he's lying? Is he fidgeting? Yes. Insight again, please. Okay. Oh, okay. So before we go to the bar, we're going to roll some insight. Do we all roll? Oh, that's all. It would help. Whole ass two. Fifteen. I got an eight. A whole ass two. It's not a prize episode we're rolling so far, is it? <laughs> yeah, Benny, you noticed that he is 
uh, clearly a little bit nervous. It, it seems to be more than just shock from being attacked. He's he's he doesn't want to be anywhere near you guys right now, and he's doing anything he can to get away from you. But he's probably not telling you everything he knows. Okay. So, uh, hey, before we head to the bar, um, you know, you seem you seem awfully awfully skittish. Um, you got attacked, uh, well, right? I'm, I I got attacked, and then your your big tall friend here put a shield to my throat. So, oh goodness, wow, yeah, you seem like you could use a sit down. Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, why don't we just have a sit right here, and uh, you know, maybe we can talk for a little bit longer before we head all the way over there. Do you think you could, Eve? Do you think we can, you know, afford him this this one thing since he's going to be helping us save our religion? Jonathan. Oh, no. Well, I do declare that I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> we can. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Okay. I think that we're back in good grace. Oh, good. Hey, because I cannot do that. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> but it sounded amazing. I was so here for it. <laughs> I do declare. I say you better work, sis. <laughs> okay. Um. Continue. I, I. Yes. Let's let's sit down. Let's just. I'm. It's been a day for me, honey. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know what I what I feel like helps me whenever I get a little bit you know antsy and and you know all up in arms about how my day's been is to kind of talk through it. Yes, Mr. Agador, please tell us what has happened in your day that has made you just so tired. So I'm using persuasion not to get him to tell us his whole day. Yes. Why don't you tell us, um, you know, from basically, mm, how about yesterday around this time to, uh, you know, what happened to today? You can leave out the toothbrushing. We all know that you do that. <laughs> okay. All right. R go ahead. Roll for me. It rolled out of my thing. Um, 19 plus 8. 27. Shit. You gonna tell me everything, sis. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he's he's gonna tell you. Um, well, last night the shop closed. Well, last night the, the Celestine came by and gave me this halo to look over. I looked over it. I did my research. It's not real. So I offer... Well, I was going to offer to sell it for her this morning, but that didn't happen since it got stolen. But I, um, she, yes, she came, asked me to look at it. Uh, it's not real. It's fake. I'll happily still sell it. I won't take any profit. It'll all go to the church. Don't worry. And um, this morning I woke up and normal day, people come and go, people buy things. And then these two ruffians came in with their big purple eyes and just tied me up and took the halo and ran off. And then I was in knots for a few hours and then you guys came and I've been with you ever since. Oh goodness. That sounds, that sounds like it was pretty boring and, and, and typical until those two provide guys came. Uh, where's your husband? I bet you could use him in, a, in this time of need. Where's he at? Well, he's, he's still traveling off in a shooter. He's a queen to Mover getting our trade. In actual goods, not men, I promise. I stop. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, my he's he's out of town. He's not. He's he'll be back in um, hopefully three days. It's quite a trek over there. Oh yeah, how does he usually travel? 
Um, by foot on the way there, by boat on the way back. Yeah, Agador is is basically telling you the same story over and over again. You guys have already pretty much determined that him being tied up eh, probably could have gotten out. Uh, he's acting weird, fidgety. Okay. He wants to leave. That's where we're at right yeah. now. Uh, and he he goes. I mean, if if there's nothing else I can do, can I just go close my shop and maybe take a rest, go to bed, try and you know, since you were attacked and you know and tied up in in your shop, I don't think that it's very safe for you to get back there until your husband gets back. So um, we've arranged, uh, we'll arrange for our Celestine friend to you know keep an eye on you, let you rest in her bed. Uh, for the next three days, because I we really don't think that that it's very safe to go back to your your shop since you were accosted there. Not 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 that long ago, huh? Yeah, that's that's actually a very fair thing to say. Thank you. Um, I I I tell you what, can can somebody go back and lock up my shop? Then I don't believe we locked the door after we left. Uh, Locksif, do you mind? Uh, I've just known him longest. No offense. No, I don't mind. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take Locksif over there to lock it up for you. Great. Um, let's go. I think. Thank you. Yeah. So are you, I mean, he uh, he hands Locksif the keys. Are you all going back to Boobs and Dicks? Are you all staying at the church? How are we doing this? I want to go to the bar. Okay. Hogan, where are you going? Who are you going with? He's asleep on a pew. <laughs> Why don't we leave Hogan awake? Guarding Agador. Oh, I wanted to take Agador with me to the bar. Oh, okay. Okay, so Agador is going to the bar. Loxif is with Benny going to boobs and dicks. And Hogum is... Living his life. Staying guard at the church then. Sure. He's going to make sure no bad shit goes on. Maybe you just offer to like hang out and still clean with them. I'll supervise the cleaning. <laughs> God. <laughs> the, most, the most unclean person. <laughs> and he's just watching the Celestine clean. She's got it. You're doing amazing, sweetie. So I imagine all four of you are walking together, leaving the church. Eve and Agador start walking towards the uh, the prancing horse. And there's a sign that says, closed for renovations. And uh, Edwin is standing out front. And he sees you two coming up and he, he kind of uh, nods to you, Eve, like... Uh, like a, a greeting, but he doesn't really do anything to Agador. Okay. Uh, and Edwin is the horse. Yes, Edwin's the horse. Edwin is the horse, yes. Uh, Mr. Edwin, uh, while you cannot speak in common, can you please point us into the direction where... Can you please point us into the direction of where uh, your uh, employees may inhabit space or live, sir, Mr. Horseman? He points to a sign next to the renovations... Uh, closed renovation sign and it says uh, help wanted oh Mr. Edwin most peculiar uh, do you mean to tell me that one of your bartenders have uh, been fired was the bartender fired spill the tea Mr. Edwin Edwin then points to the window with his head and you see that there is a uh, a D rating from the health board oh this is those pickle shots <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Edwin, you mean to tell me that you did have to fire your employees and you're hiring new staff because they were not up to standards? <sighs> and he nods his head. Mr. Edwin, is it possible that I may know where these uh, former employees inhabit? Where do they live? 
and uh, he looks at Agador, and he kind of nudges Agador in the stomach, like, "Here, you, you, Mister Agador, why is Mister Edwin so inf- infatuated and interested in you at this moment?" I, well, I mean, I, I don't come here because it's, you know, no offense, horse, it's gross. It's, oh. it wasn't a great place. Um, I, I don't know what his problem is, dumb horse. And, and Edwin kind of looks at him and just starts staring at him. Uh, and he is, uh, Agador, like clearly hiding something. I was like, can I, um, is there something I can roll to like maybe get more information on him? Like, or maybe is there something I can do for Edwin to get him to like, give me more clues? Yeah, let's go with all right. Who I guess you can do one. You can do either one really. You can try and do an uh, a persuasion on Agador, or you can do a persuasion on the horse, really. And if I do okay, I'll do a persuasion on the horse. Okay. Plus six. That's seventeen. I got seventeen on Edwin. Okay, cool. So uh, Edwin is going to. Uh, kind of tap you and notion to go to the side of the of the tavern with him and uh as you two start walking he puts his back foot out and pushes agador back oh get him uh mr edwin uh, i understand that uh agador has not been most kind or polite to you but please he is uh critical and pivotal to what we are trying to accomplish this night so, Mr. Edwin, please explain what is going on here. Why, why are we so interested in our dear friend, Mr. Agador? Edwin, are, are you going around the side of the building with him? Yes. Are you trying to bring Agador with you? No, I just didn't want him to. I was like, you shouldn't kick him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So you leave Agador out front. You and Edwin go to the side of the building, and Edwin uh, finally drops the act. And Edwin says, look... I can talk, man. And I know those bartenders were shit. And I heard all the shit you said about how bad my bar is. And I know that. So we're fixing it. Okay. And Eve, you're going to want to drink here next time. We'll, we'll, we will leave uh, such graces given to me and blessed by, uh, to me by you uh, for the future, sir. Um, that let's let's move on sir okay so please tell me about mr agador also nice voice kind of daddy loving it oh I, I appreciate it i mean it's it's that's my natural voice man uh well as natural as a horse's voice can be uh agador he, he was a dick man like he's coming here a few times with his husband his husband's a great guy real nice uh but d- dude's just he's prissy as fuck man like you run a shop called Boobs and Dicks. I mean, how fucking pretty are you, man? Like, uh, come on. So what does Mr. Agador have to do with these dear employees that were removed from your uh, establishment? Well, I mean, one of them was his brother. Oh, most interesting, Mr. Edwin. And do tell, where is Mr. Agador's brother at this moment? Ah, oh, last I heard, he was uh, leaving town, heading... Uh, oh, shit. It's a town in Ashuda. I forget what it's called. Uh, yeah, he was just heading out that... I mean, frankly, I don't mean to be mean. I don't mean to be crass. I don't care where he goes. He just ain't coming back because, oh. you know, he was kind of gross, and he tried to serve you a glass with his bubble-blowing skills, and I can't, I can't have that. 
Oh, Mr. Edwin, I do declare that you are most correct in saying that because it was a gift that I was unworthy of, these, these bubbles. Um, Mr. Edwin, we, we, you must tell me, or if you have a time, Mr. Edwin, please point me in the direction uh, or make a map. There we go. We want a map. Please uh, have someone make a map for us so that we may get to this town of Ashuda. In the meantime, what do you know of this Maic religion, Mr. Edwin? Maic? Oh, man, I've, I've been hearing that a lot lately, actually. A lot, yes. Now, are there any people of note, maybe someone familiar that I could maybe talk to about this? I'm just so interested in this. And, you know, maybe I can also be help and figure out who has desecrated my dear church of Yonsei. It's Agador's ass. Oh. He's been in here talking all that shit and the big cat person and all that. He, he That's... He knows everything about Maya. He's a big believer. Oh, Mr. Edwin, you... Mr. Edwin, I do declare that we must have a problem on our uh, uh, within reach right now. Someone has desecrated our dear church. Yonsen, I think that Agador is a part of it. And then I want to go look around the corner to see if uh, fucking Agador is still there. Because I just realized I should have tied his ass up. Yeah, he's gone. Fuck! Okay, Mr. Edwin... I have a large favor to ask of you, and I know that is beneath you, but unfortunately, we must make haste to where Agador has run off to. He is gone, sir, and he is trying to destroy everything that this uh, delightful queendom is uh, fighting for, uh, peace and serenity. And also, he is trying to destroy my fantastic church fiancé. Mr. Agador, can I please jump on your back and take, and can you please take me to, uh, no, Mr. Edwin, can I please jump on your back so you can take me to Agador, please? Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go get this bitch. Yes, let's go get this uh, ruffian. <laughs> big old Eve hops on big old Edwin's back and you guys start rushing off and we'll we'll pick that up uh, in a second. Benny, you and Loxif skipping along, heading to boobs <laughs> and dicks. Skipping. I uh, I yell over at Mag- Maggie. Marie. Dang it. Marie. I don't know why I keep saying Maggie. I'm thinking of like double E's because that's all I can yes! think of. Like, yeah, it's a bra size. So, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, uh, I'm just running. I'm just running inside this building real quick. Uh, if you see anything crazy, you know, you're good at yelling. So, yeah, you know it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or, or if, if I, if I'm not out in, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know, make sure people know that's where okay, I was. Well, we, Maki's in there. <gasps> oh, okay. Uh, hey, Loxif. <laughs> so, obviously, Marcus Flint's uh, in Boobs and Dicks. Maybe we should wait and not go in. Let's let's check the window. Okay, that might be a good idea. All right, you and Loxif are both going to roll a stealth check then. Oh, that's okay. not his strong suit. Oh, no. <laughs> he got a 15. 17. Okay, you both are good. Um, so you both are peeking into the window, trying to stare between the figurines of all the boobs and all the dicks. And um, <laughs> you see that there's no one inside. I, like, walk over. I walk away from the, the store. <laughs> hey, Marie, how long ago did he, he go in there? And are you sure that he didn't, like, you know, hop out? Well, he was he was in there after your weird little kiss thing that you did. That was a good ruse, though. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you. No, like he was in there. He hasn't left. I, I mean, I promise he's in. There. 
is something going on girl should i be like part of this like yeah be a part of this just we're gonna go in there if you see anything weird just yell out okay can do i got you girl for sure thank you and uh loxif has been left alone at this point and he he starts to open the door to boobs and dicks just to peek in he he waves over to you like come on let's go let's let's um, I want to make sure that there's no like traps or anything on the door. Yeah, for sure. Do you have, I mean, you don't have a detect traps spell. So then give me insight or investigation. Let's do investigation. Okay. <laughs> um, investigation, uh, six. You don't notice any traps. Okay. Well, I'm just going to walk right in. All right. So you guys go inside and there's, there's no trap. There's nothing. You are in an empty store right now. Everything looks pretty normal. Let's lock the door behind us so that way we can hear if anybody tries to come in. And I have also a friend over there that's going to yell in case something happens. All right. And locks of locks the door. What I would be searching, what Benny would be searching for, or just looking to see if um, there's any, I guess, examples of religious stuff being destroyed like a burn pile or, you know, something like a book open to how to destroy a religious artifact and also books on um, the Maic. Give me an investigation check. Okay. 20. What you notice is that there's the bookcase that when you guys first walked in, Agador was dusting. There's, a, there's one single book that has no dust on it whatsoever. On a, on a row that has infinite dust. Oh, goodness, Loxif. This looks like a secret door opening. What do we do? do I'm going to... Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull my whip out. Um, I'm going to, like... Gr- like, why don't you hold on to me and I'll hold on to you in case we need to get away quick. Okay. That, I like that. Let's do it. You press the book and you hear a mechanism move and... The bookshelf moves into itself and reveals a circular stone stairwell. You don't see anything, and you hear a very muffled voice, but you can't make out who or what it is. Oh, gosh. Okay. So is there any way to close that door behind us? Uh, Not that you see right now. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll leave it open, but we'll stealth down. Actually, let's... Let's run outside real quick. I'm going to have a friend of mine hold on to something for me. Then I'll be back. Okay. So I'm going to run outside and give the um, bucket with the halo inside of it uh, and ask Marie if she'll sit on it again. Yeah. And she totally does. Absolutely. She's got it for you. We don't even need to play that out. She, she's got you at this point. Did you did you go with Loxif or without? Uh, without. Okay. Um, yeah. So Loxif is still inside. Because he just thinks, so basically, I'm just going to tell Loxif, yeah, that bucket's too loud for me to be carrying around and trying to sneak. So that's, I'm going to have her hold my bucket. That's a good idea. Um, okay, so we're we're heading down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, stealth check. Okay. Oh, Loxif is going to fuck you up. I'm sorry. Um... 12 plus... Where's my stealth? 5. 17. So Locks have rolled a 5. Oh, no. Um, 
So you guys are coming, are, are going down. Loxif takes a misstep and tumbles in front of you down the stairs. <laughs> and it's, okay. it's circular, so it's just like hitting wall to wall to wall. Right. Oh, oh no. Loxif gets to the end of the stairs and goes, Oh, shit. Benny, you, you can come down. Okay. And you come down and you see a stone room with three pedestals in it, each having a sigil on it. There's a stone archway in front of you. <gasps> and a platform above the doorway that is completely sealed off. Oh, goodness. Uh, this is this is the, the room that, that we went that we were in when you said we disappeared during the trials. This this is where you were? Yeah, we couldn't figure out what happened. Like, so me, Eve, and uh, Hogum stood on these pillars. Hogum turned purple, and me and Eve stayed green. These, these are, these can control people. You stood on these? We didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you didn't. We thought, it was, we thought it was part of the trial. How, how did you escape this? These are strong. We just walked away. Okay. Okay. Good. I mean, that's good. Um, we gave each other hugs first. We we walked. We we made it through with the power of friendship, like Eve always says. Benny, while we're doing this, give me a perception check. Um, my passive perception is twelve. Um, but I've rolled a twelve plus eight twenty. Or wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, perception twelve plus two fourteen. Okay, fourteen's enough. You still hear that muffled voice from upstairs. It's slightly less muffled. You can tell it's a deep voice, but you still can't figure out where it's coming from or who specifically it is. But there is someone nearby, even though there okay. are no, no doors in this room aside from the one you just came from. Creepy. I, I think we should grab everybody for this. Yeah, that's probably a, a good idea. Um, how do we... I mean, how about I stay here and keep the door locked? Okay. I can go get everybody, um, but I think you should at least go upstairs and have the door uh, and, and be hidden. Okay. That's, that sounds like a great idea. I'll do that. Okay. You two go back upstairs. You um, shut the secret door and Loxif, Loxif begins to hide between... Uh, a bunch of stuff because this place is filled. It's easy to hide in here. Okay. And Benny, as soon as you reach to unlock the door and open it, Agador is standing right out front. Oh, um, I was just coming back to to take a rest. Is everything good here now? Uh, yeah. Um, we had we had just locked it up. I had to stop by and say hi to a friend. But yeah. Um, uh, Loxif is you know back heading back to the church, and I was just making sure it was locked. Great. Can I, can I just go upstairs and rest then? Uh, how about I walk you? I'm a little bit nervous about you staying here by yourself, remember? I'll keep you company and, and I'll keep you safe. Uh, to, to my room? Because yeah. I really, it's just up the stairs. If you, I, okay, we can go I together. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay, um, let's go. I and, like uh, make eyeballs at Loxif. <laughs> and Agador goes, okay, I'm, I'm going up this way. And he, he leads you to the back of the store where there's a stairs. And he starts to walk up them. And, and he goes, really, you, you, you don't have... I'm, I'm fine at this point. I'm just going up the stairs, going to my room. You can leave. 
No, I'd, I'd feel a lot safer knowing that you're safe. He reaches his room and he goes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to exactly let you in here. So um, I'm just going to go in. Okay. Well, let me. Okay, that's fine. I'll stand right here. Um, go ahead. Open the door. And he, he opens the door and you see a, um, a, what looks to be a, a, a bed that is twice the size of a queen. It's just extremely wide, extremely long, unnecessary for a halfling and a human, but that's what they have. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, I'm, I'm going to shut my door now. So I dropped my bottle of ink. Oh, oh goodness. Oh no. That's. Like all, it goes into the room and everything. That is a mess. Oh no! Let me clean. Let me clean that up for sure. I I have I have towels downstairs. I'll just go run and grab them real quick. You go ahead and lay down. I got this, buddy. I've, I've spilled this uh, many times, so I I know exactly what oh, I'm doing. Uh, okay. Um. That's fine. Uh. Great. You go ahead and lay down and get some rest. And he uh he lays down. And is just laying on his side, kind of like diagonally in the bed. So he can see what you're doing, but he's like got his eyes kind of closed. Okay. So do I see anything in the bedroom weird? Because he obviously didn't want me in here. There is a black cat in the room, but it's an actual live cat. It's a pet. Oh my goodness. Uh, No wonder I spilled that bottle of ink. He got black cats are, are unlucky, you know. You stay away from me, Mr. Cat. And uh, Agador picks it up. Yeah, Agador picks it up and starts petting it. And he goes, my dear, do you not like cats? And he starts walking towards you. Uh, not, that, not that cat. No, that's an unlucky cat. If you do that, you're going to... It's That's unlucky. Oh, he's completely precious. Here, pet him. And he grabs the cat by the rib cage and reaches out towards you. <laughs> ah! Benny like crab walks backwards because she was already like on her butt, yeah. right? And I obviously she's screaming, so Loxif. Oh yeah, Loxif hears hear it, that. and Agador goes, "Okay, great, bye," and shuts his door. And Loxif l- looks up the stairs and sees you on the ground, and he's like, Every- "Okay." I just give a thumbs up. All right, and Loxif runs and back to his hiding space. Even Edwin, Edwin drops you off at, uh, at boobs index and goes, ah, this is where the footprints went, man. Uh, here you go. Oh, Mr. Edwin, thank you so much for this uh, fast travel to Boobs and Dicks. Now, I do declare that Mr. Agador is probably already inside, and I must save my friends. Hey, do you want me to go get Hogum? Like, I can go get him for you if you want. Uh, Mr. Edwin, you are much too kind. And you, may you stay blessed by Beyonce forever and ever. Beyonce be with you. Now flee. I mean, now uh, make haste, Mr. Edwin. Wait, where is he, though? I need to know where I'm going because he wasn't at the bar. Oh, he was not at the bar, Mr. Edwin. He is actually at our first church of Beyonce. Oh, yeah, I know that place. I got you. All right, I'll be, I'll be right back with him. No, wait, Mr. Edwin, hold on one second. Uh, okay, now, Mr. Edwin, I'm going to go inside of here Uh to go and check on the friends that we already have. And as I'm trying to open this door, Mr. Edwin, it won't open. Ah, oh, shit. You want me to kick it in? Kick it in, Mr. Edwin. All right, hang on a second. Bam! And uh, Bat kicks it in. And he goes, there you go. Uh, that lock ain't gonna work no more, though. 
Oh, Miss Edwin, uh, that is not my issue. That is neither here nor there. Now hurry, Miss Edwin, make haste. All right, I got you. And he runs off. And uh, Eve, you walk in, you see an empty store. And uh, yeah, I mean, you see an empty store. You don't know what's going on. What do you do? I see an empty store, and uh, I but the footprints are here. And yeah. because I'm Eve, I am going to. Here we go, Agador. Benny, you heard that, and Loxif also heard it, and peeks his head out, and uh, he points to upstairs. Yeah, Benny comes down and says he's in his room, and he 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 locked the door and won't let me in. The, thank you, Miss Benny. You have done a fantastic job. I do declare that. Agador is up to things that are far beyond what we are uh, capable of. And it's not in with our uh, set. You need to find a place, Miss Benny, to assume uh, the most tact- uh, tactile position um, in order to uh, take care of business should, should such business arise. Okay, I can do that. But one thing, real quick, just so you know, remember when uh, the second room of the trials uh, where we stood on those podiums? Uh, yes, Miss Betty, what, what, what of it? it? That room's actually in the basement. Um, we, we teleported to this basement and we stood on the symbols and those um, uh, apparently, according to my sources, uh, are used to control people. According to your source? It's Loxif. Miss Benny, I must tell you that I've also been told that the uh, harbinger of this uh, maic religion is actually Mr. Agador himself. Oh, goodness. Did you see anything peculiar going on in the room while you were in there? Uh, he has a very, very unlucky black cat. Oh, Miss Benny, and what do we know about the cat... Miss Benny, I do declare that you must make haste to uh, find a position, and I am going to play coy with Mr. Agador and see if we can get some more information out of him. Uh, so I assume there are rafters in this building? Is it wooden? Was it? For sure. Okay, so I just like, okay, I'm going to hide up in this rafter. Fantastic. And so I'm going to go knock on the door. There's no answer. Agador, I know that you were in there. Open this door at this moment. No answer. How do I break this door open? Because I have strength now. I'm a, I'm a big boy. I have thieves tools. You can, yeah, you can lock pick it open. You can physically like break it open with your whatever weapon you want to choose. You can kick it open. Yeah, you, you guys decide how you want to do it. Um, Did we try turning the handle first? Uh, I, I'm going to assume so. It is locked right now. Can um, you use your thieves tools? Because I, I don't want him to think that we're coming in. Well, we're breaking in, so we're already hostile, but... Yeah. Let's use the thieves tool. What would that be um, as a role? Like, I have them, but what kind of role would that be? Uh, dex. Slide a hand? Oh, dex? Okay. Uh, I got nine. <laughs> the lock is simple. So you struggle a bit longer than you should for this. Like, you're almost embarrassed it's taking you so long because it's a simple lock. But the door does open, and the room is empty minus a black cat. Okay, now there is no Agador in this room. Are you sure that Mr. Agador has not left this room? Uh, unless he went through the window or, um, you know, if he is this religious or this uh, mayic dude, then maybe he made those purple portals. Oh, Miss Benny, I think you're onto something. Can we roll an investigation check to see what happened? Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, and that's right here. 14. Investigation plus two. 19. Yeah, Eve, you realize that the door has not been opened. There's no other exit from the room. The window is unopened, but you do have a hint of magic in the air. Uh, now, Miss Benny, are there any other uh, rooms within this uh, place? Did you find anything while you were here? Uh, yeah, there's a secret room. Um, there's a book, and if you push the book in, and you go downstairs, and it's a room with a mumbling voice... And it's a little slippery. The stairs are. Okay. Let us make haste towards the entrance of this shop. Wait for Holcomb, because I do believe that we have a fight on our hands, Miss Benny. So you guys head downstairs, and Hogum, you have now reached boobs and dicks. Hogum walks in. You two come downstairs, and Loxif goes, Um, guys, Agador just came down in a portal and went through the bookcase. He's downstairs. Oh, goodness. Agador is downstairs. We must make haste at this moment. Hogan, Hogan, we must go now. Okay. Um, I'll be right back. Where are you going? Um, I have to go get my wand. You're not battling without me. <laughs> and he, uh, he runs off. Okay. And, uh, with gusto, I am going down these stairs. Beautiful. Oh, no. Are we not waiting for Logsif? In real life, I don't think Eve is waiting for anybody. <laughs> okay fair all right benny rushes off right after eve but it's like slower and like listening to make sure like if there's any danger she can hide and before anybody sees her for sure hogum i assume you're following yes so eve benny hogum in that order go down these stairs and uh eve hogum you see for the first well for the second time the second room in the trials podium sigils and all everybody give me a perception check okay Mm -hmm. Mm, I'm having really bad rolls today. (laughs) 20. I got a 20. 7. 13. All right, Eve. This is your day. (laughs) This is your moment. Yes. Everyone else is listening, hearing mumbled words. Eve, you recognize the voice of Captain Flint talking to somebody, which you can recognize to be Agador. And you can't hear everything they're saying. You can hear they're kind of having a disagreement at this point. And you think it's coming from behind the stone archway that is in front of you. Okay. So they are having a conversation right around this corner, and it's completely bricked off, my friends. The voices that you do hear, the mumbles, are those of Daddy Flint and of Mr. Agador. I do declare that Agador is up to funny business, and I think that Mr. Flint may or may not be a puppet within this uh, situation that we are going through. Now... I, as Eve, what, uh, vengeance, I'm going in there, you fucked up, you tried to fuck with my halo, so now I gotta fuck you up. So, so we, we, we are gonna go in there, we're asking questions, we need to know the T. Benny's hiding, like, on the side of the door, like, not going through yet. Cool. Okay, then can I do, like, an arcana check to see if it's enchanted? Absolutely do it. Okay. Uh, 13. There is a strong magical presence in the room behind it. The door itself is not enchanted by any means. Okay, my friends, I do believe that this is our call to action. Cup up. So I open the door. Okay. Uh, you open the door and see Captain Flint and Agador 
uh, are in a room. The room is full of religious symbols, cats, uh, abyssal language written across everything. There are three cat masks and three capes and cloaks sitting on the side. Uh, you see a uh, dwarven man with purple glowing eyes uh, preparing something at a table while Agador and Flint are having quite the disagreement about the three of you. As you walk in, you're in plain sight and they stop talking and the dwarf, he readies his weapon as soon as he sees you. Flint goes, Eve, what are you doing here? I do declare, Mr. Uh, Daddy Flint, that there is an issue that we must have settled at this moment. Your friend, Mr. Agador, is trying to destroy the Holy Church of Yonsei. And I do declare that I have not put blame on you quite yet, but I do believe that you may be a puppet within his scheme. Are you being controlled by him or is this your own doing? Look, Agador and I go way back and he knows what he's talking about. He's actually a real smart dude. I, I trust him, Eve. You trust him for what, Mr. Flint? Look, religion has ruined this society, and we need to bring Mayak back. And you need to understand that you're in the way. So you can get out of the way, or I can force you out. Oh, well, Mr. Flint, I do declare that any enemy of the Church of Yonsei is, a church, is an enemy of mine. And Agador is like looking at Flint going, why are you telling him anything? Well, what do you do? Don't talk to him. Fight. And Flint, no, nah, no, nah, look, I, even I, I, I like, look, Eve, you and I, we can make an arrangement here. You can just turn around. You can walk away and, and, and I'll do my thing and you do yours and we'll be fine. Unfortunately, Mr. Flint, I cannot just walk away from someone who was trying to destroy our church. Agador, what is the meaning of this? Sweetie, this is bigger than you. This is bigger than me. This is bigger than all of us. We're bringing back Mayak. Mayak will reign supreme. This will happen with or without you. So with us or against us, it really doesn't matter to me. Mayak is real and I will prove it. Oh Lord. Here we go. Come on, cat lady. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, so I look at uh, Flint and I do declare, Mr. Flint, that you do not need to be a part of this. You should be on the right side of this. Destroying other religions so that one can reign supreme is what has put us at so much turmoil. The Church of Yonsei has no issue with other religions. Our only thing is to spread the gospel and the goodwill and the good performances of our Lord and Savior, Beyonce Knowles Carter West, Ivy Carter Jr. Now then. I do declare, Mr. Flint, that you should be on my side if you choose. We got to fix this. Everything's wrong, and Mayak will fix all the wrongs. So it, I'm sorry, Eve, but I really suggest you turn around and leave. Unfortunately, Mr. Flint, I cannot turn around. If someone decides to desecrate my holy church, they have to uh, pay for such grievances. I mean, you realize that we can control people, right? Like, I controlled that halfling for a little bit. I had good control over that halfling. And, and Agador goes, you made him stab himself? Let's not talk about control. And, and Captain Flint goes, look, like that was, I panicked, okay? I panicked. Y'all caught him, and I didn't know what to do. 
I do believe that mind control and destruction of innocent souls and lives goes against everything that we have worked so hard for. Why do you fight? I mean, why do you fight for evil, Mr. Flint? I, f- I fight. Look, I don't. And Agador goes, stop talking. Stop talking. We're done talking. Look, do you, do you want us to know everything? Do you want to know everything? Because evidently we're just telling you everything because Flint can't keep his goddamn mouth shut. Okay, well, okay. You, well, you can, type, you can tone it down with the attitude, sis, and you can talk to me normally. Thank you. I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what, Flint? This is your problem. This whole thing, your problem. Didn't invite this into my house. I'm leaving. And uh, Agador puts on a ring from in his pocket and puts his hand against the wall and a portal opens. Mm. So it's the fucking ring. Okay. Uh, Agador, you must stay here and pay for what you have done. So I am going to literally go like bounding towards him and I'm going to stop him before he gets into that portal. We'll make this a surprise attack. And now we're going to roll initiative though. Fabulous. All right. So roll initiative and then Jonathan, you do get the first attack regardless of what we roll. Okay. And I'm not in the room yet. No, you're still, you can still roll initiative. It's just no one knows what's going on. Okay. So I rolled a 14. That's my initiative. Okay. 16. I got a 15. Is Loxif back yet? Uh, no. He, he's got to run all the way to the guild. He's got little legs. Oh, goodness. He's only got a speed of 25 feet. That's adorable. Ugh, I'm really missing my buddy Loxif. He's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Flint and our dwarven buddy rolled the highest. Okay, uh, Eve, go ahead and make your first attack. You're stopping Agador from going through the portal. How are you doing that? I'm going to bound towards him, use a strength touch, and I'm I'm going to grapple him. Okay, great. Do it. Um, and pin his ass to the floor. All right, so. Uh, 19 plus 20, bitch. Yes, queen. Okay. For a grapple, isn't there like a saving throw he has to do? Well, that was a seven. So that did jack shit. So yeah, you, uh, you tackled him to the ground. So I'm just going to, I'm going to hold him down and I'm going to once again, yell at Marcus Flint for my bonus action. Be on our side, queen. We all need to fight together. I will like give you such a good blowjob afterwards. If you get on my side, queen. Uh, <laughs> is that, are you trying to persuade him with sexual favors? Yes. I mean, roll persuasion. I feel like going against your religion for a blowjob is a pretty high DC though. Um, going against my religion. I mean, no, I, uh, uh the church of Yonce welcomes all, even those who have turned, uh, even those who have turned their backs. Cause we are a loving sure, and merciful but God. doesn't. Captain Flint's religion doesn't. Uh, okay, well let me let yeah, me roll. roll it. Let me roll Let's... persuasion. Okay. Uh huh. Oh yeah, bitch. Ooh, bitch. Um, plus four, plus my proficiency. Twenty-four. Uh, uh... You better give me some goddamn it. No, that was a really good roll. Uh, here's here's what I'll give you. Uh. Flint is stunned by your persuasion and he's thinking about back to the lost night that you two didn't have. 
and he'll be stunned for his next turn. So he actually can't do anything because he's so in thought about what you just said. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. So I have Agador pinned down. There's still the dwarf. Okay. Um, that is my turn. Beautiful. Then we're going to start the uh, order and the dwarf is going to go first. Uh, Hufuk. And I mean, Hufuk only sees you, Eve. Like Hogan, I guess, is near the door, but he hasn't come in yet. So Hufuk is going to take on the person that's attacking his master. Uh, and he is going to attack you with a short sword. So okay. he's going to run over. Is he like next to him? Yeah, he's, oh, he's run running, running over. over. That's that's what my question is. Okay, so as he's running, uh, is he running past the door? Yes. So I'm going to, like, whip his feet to trip him. Okay. He's going to make a, I'm, I think, a dexterity saving throw against that. Okay. So mine would be to hit, right? Yeah, yours would be to hit, and he's just trying to beat that with his dex saving throw. 15. He didn't. Okay. He got a nine. I have 15 yeah, plus no, something. Yeah, no, he got a nine. My attack bonus, yes. right? So it would be 20. Okay, so your uh, your totally trips him. What's the damage on your whip? Oh, um, it's 1d4 plus 3. Yeah, give it to me, because he fell and he got whipped. <laughs> Uh, and I just like hit his ankles, like kind of like peeked my head a little bit and like flicked it out there. Try still trying to stay self. I mean, I can roll that again. Uh, I got a one plus three, four. Okay. Um, yeah. Roll me stealth again. Slashing, slashing against his ankles though. Yeah, that Ouch. sucks. He's definitely on the ground. 17 plus five. Yeah. You're still stealth then. So the door falls and doesn't get to make his short sword attack, but he's going to whip out his, uh, his dart that he has. And he's going to shoot a dart towards Eve from the ground. And he rolled uh, a six against your AC. So that dart went nowhere. Um, 19. He's yeah, he's done. He's just on the ground. He's 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 taken over. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Benny, it is now your turn. What do you choose to do? Oh man. So I'm outside the door. Um where's the dwarf laying at? Like would he be able to like is there any way I can like sneak inside the room without being seen? I guess is my question. No. If you no. go in that room you're going to be seen. Uh, is there anywhere for me to like get up high? I know that he has that dart. That's what I'm worried about. I want to punch the dart gun and break it or whip the dart gun. I want to whip the dart gun and break it because I see like that's his only weapon and his short sword. And I'm not scared of the short sword because I can get somewhere, but I don't like the ranged weapon. Uh, there are like bookcases and things you can climb on to. I'll give you like, there's like height advantage you can get for sure. Can I whip? Can I try to whip at the the? <laughs> For sure, you can. It's not going to do any damage to him, but you can take out one of his weapons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I'll. I'm close to him, so I'm going to whip him from where I'm at. Okay. The try to get the weapon. Um. Does fifteen hit? It does. Okay. Yeah, we'll say that you broke his his blowgun. Okay. So yeah, now he's only got he's got darts that he can throw. 
but that's not easy. And and then I uh, climb up the bookcases in there. Okay, it's Agador's turn. He's currently pinned down right now, so we're gonna do a strength challenge between. Oh, this is stupid. I'm looking at Agador's strength, and I'm looking at Eve's, and this is. Probably not going to go well. We're going to do a strength check. So, Jonathan, you and I both roll d20s. Add your strength modifier. Okay. Oh, this might work. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, seven. Uh, Agador rolled an 18. So I lost. Um... So Agador is going to somehow squirm his way out of your grasp. Okay. Let's see. Oh, he's going to use his spiritual weapon on Eve. He's going to roll an eight against your AC. So that did nothing. That's a wasted spell slot. Um, yeah, that's, and he's going to, he's going to kind of back away from you. The portal that he has is still open. He just can't really get to it without going around you again. So he's going to back away about 10 feet and Hey, Hogan, buddy, you're up. So it's Flint and Agador, right? Yeah. yeah, there's Flint, there's Agador, and there's the Dwarvens. Is Flint a hostile person? He's stunned right now, but he's not on your side. Okay. He's just also thinking about a blowjob right now. Now that we said that, my grandmother today, while we were at breakfast, asked if she could listen to the podcast, and I've said blowjob a lot this episode. Me too, so we're going to be in for some fun stuff. So hi, Graham. <laughs> I'm here for it. I think my grandma would like it because I kissed a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, Hogan, you can run in. You can attack with your Warhammer, or you can attack with your any one of your cantrips or spells. Hogum is going to run in and throw his net over the dwarf. Oh, perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Give me that net toss. That to roll? Yeah. Oh, fuck. The two. Okay, you threw the net. It landed on no one. I mean, he's also kind of <laughs> on the ground right now. So you threw a net at the ground and still <laughs> missed. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, you can still cast a spell. Hide. Search, shove, use an object, basically. Is there anything he can hide behind? I mean, he no, he's a big dude. I don't think Hogum's game is hiding. But just keep in mind, you only have two spell slots for your first level, but your cantrips you can do whenever you want. So that firebolt you have, you can do that as many times as you want to. Okay, well, I guess I'll do a firebolt at Agador. Okay. Cool. Um, go ahead and roll that d20 for me. Four. You don't, you don't hit either. Um, <laughs> this is a round of bad rolls. Cool. Um, Eve, you're up. Yeah, so I got I to gotta stand. Um, so I stand up, um, and I look towards uh, Agador. Is he, ho- is, he, is he considered hostile? Yes. Damn. Okay, because I was going to cast friends. Um, okay, so he is hostile. What is, um, what is uh, uh, Hogum's 
Armor. Uh, armor class is 16. Okay, never mind. You don't need that. I want to cast Hunter's Mark on Agador. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, go- we're going in for the... I'm going to attack him. Okay, Hunter's Mark. That means you're m- marking him, right? It's just a mark. So anytime I attack him, I add an extra 1d6. All right, so he is marked, and now I'm going to attack. So first we got to see if we hit. And that is this. Oh, okay. Um, that's awful. Um, and then what is, what is that? Uh, with my morning star. Uh, five. <laughs> no, no, that does <laughs> no. not. That does not hit. Okay. okay, so he just has a hunter's mark on him. Oh, we're going to die. Okay, so Agador's mark. There hasn't been much damage at all so far. So if that makes anybody feel any better. Have so with the hunter's mark, sorry if I missed it. Um, does that apply to everybody who attacks him or just you? Only whenever I hit it. Okay. It's Captain Flint's turn. He's stunned, thinking about head. He's not doing anything. Yeah, he's off in his own thoughts. And it's the dwarf's turn. The dwarf is on the ground. He has a broken broken dart gun. Uh, so he's going to stand up, uh, shit. He doesn't really have much more he can do. He needs to be next to somebody to do anything. He points to fuel key features. No. Yeah. He, he stands up and he's done. And Benny, it's your turn. Okay. So, so who's in proximity of whom? Uh, so right now the, uh, Hogum, the dwarf, and the... Oh, I guess he could have attacked Hogum. Whatever. It's over. Hogum, the dwarf, and Agador are all within range of each other. Eve is fairly close to them. Flint is off to the right, kind of in his own little world right now. Okay, but did did Agador try to attack? I'm trying to like find a reason why Benny would attack somebody. Did Agador try to attack Eve? Yes, spiritual weapon. Okay, I'm going to use my crossbow then. Okay, do it. To Agador. All right. To hit 17 plus 5, so probably hits. That hits. Um, And then 1d8 plus 3. 5 plus 3, 8. Okay. He takes 8 damage. So it's 5 damage plus 3 piercing damage. Does that mean he's bleeding, or or does the piercing and slashing not mean anything? So those are, there are certain uh, types of damage that are either you're affected more by or you are like uh, immune against. Okay. So if it was like a jello monster, piercing damage exactly. would like do nothing to it. But slashing damage yeah, might. Yeah, exactly. He's a okay. halfling. He doesn't really have any proficiencies or uh, for or against right now. So uh, he can't be poisoned gotcha. and he can't be frightened but he can be pierced. So he takes his eight damage. It's Agador's turn now, actually. Agador don't have too many spell slots left. Fabulous. Let's make sure sure what we're doing. All right. um, Agador is going to cast Bless on the dwarf. And what that does is allows the dwarf to roll an additional 1d4 for his attack roll to make sure he actually can hit somebody. And then Agador is going to, mm, he's going to put himself in the corner 
like he's going to try and back away from the battle itself and let the stronger people do it. Hogum. Yes. It's your turn, babe. Bless you. Oh, okay. Can I just do another firebolt? Yeah, you can do firebolt as many times as you want. It's a cantrip. It's the f- magic missile that you need to only, you can only do twice. So you're doing firebolt against who? Uh, Agador. Cool. Uh, what'd you roll? An 11 plus three. So 14. Is that right? Hit slash DC. Yes. Okay. Plus three. Yep. That's your plus. Uh, you hit him. So go ahead and do some damage. Roll a D10. Is that this one? This one here? It's the one here? with 10. Yeah. I don't see a number 10 on here. It's got a zero instead of a 10. Oh. We're learning. Eight. Eight damage? All right. Y'all are messing up Agador. That's good. Well, because, I mean, if we get Agador, the the dwarf guy won't need to be... I, I like your thinking. I'm not against it. Uh... Any other actions you can take? Because you can still move, and you actually do still have... From what I'm understanding, the actions you can take in combat are attack, cast spell, dash, disengage. So attack and cast a spell are different things. So you can still attack with your, war, with your Warhammer if you want. I was going to say, can I do that? Yeah, that's... Okay, so I roll another d20. Yeah, are you attacking Agador again? Yes. Yeah, let's fuck him up. Because you've got a crush on... What's-his-face... And the dwarf really didn't do anything wrong. Okay. No. 15. Yeah. Yeah, it hits. It totally hits Agador. Maybe he's not wearing armor. <laughs> no, he is. He just has a shitty AC. Seven. Seven more damage? Is that plus your plus five? Wait, I have to add five? So your damage is 1d8 plus 5 if you're using it one-handed and 1d10 plus 3 if you're using it two-handed. Nope, vice versa. It's 1d8 plus 5 for two-handed. So yeah, you roll a d8 and then add 5. So you rolled a 7. So 12 damage to Agador. Yeah. Oh, wait. D8. I used the wrong dice. Okay, let's try again. Watch, this is going to be real shitty. I wouldn't have known had unless you said like 9. 6. So six plus five. It's still good. Um, Agador is now bloodied. So what's his total? You don't, you don't get to know that. But bloodied means that he's half his, <sighs> his HP right now. Okay, so that was how much HP? Uh-huh. I'm telling you shit. Eve, you're up. Okay, so I'm casting Hunter's Mark on all, um, on all three of them. You can cast it on multiple people? No, sorry, not, not Hunter's Mark. I'm casting uh, Bane. Oh, okay. What does Bane do? Bane is up to three creatures of your choice that you can see uh, within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Cool. And the duration is one minute, which is 10 rounds. 
Yeah. Awesome. So just start. Yeah, and start knocking shit off because I don't trust Flint. I feel like Flint's gonna try to hurt All me. All right, you got it. I'm gonna do it in order. So I'm gonna go dwarf Agador Flint for my saving throws. Okay. Uh, the dwarf rolls a two. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, Agador rolls an eleven plus. What type of saving throw was it? Um, it is a charisma saving throw. Charisma. Agador rolls a 15. Shit, that one beat it. Yeah, he beat me on that. And one. then Flint rolled a 2. Yes! Okay. Those are the two main ones we were trying to get off anyway. Great. So they get, they have to subtract D4 whenever they roll to attack or save from now on. Okay, and the dwarf had a plus D4 to attack, so that's gone. Excellent. Uh, we're going to save some time. I'm just going to give him neither. <laughs> yes, come on, negation. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, but Flint does have a negative D4 to attack. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, what else you got? All right, and so after that, I uh, am going to legit just corner Agador, because he's in a corner, right? He is. Yeah, so I'm just gonna like corner him, like I'm all up, like I'm directly in his face. Are you gonna hit him at all, or are you just gonna corner him? I just wanted to be in his. Um, no, I'm gonna hit him. All right, so um, actions. Okay, round two with the uh, round two with the uh, the morning star. Okay, go for it. And morning star. Okay, first of all, hold on. <laughs> what is that? What is this? Bullfuckery. Um, nine. That does not hit. Plot twist. I'm never going to hit ever. <laughs> that was Eve. It is now Captain Flint's turn. He's no longer stunned. He also hasn't been hit. He's going to move towards the group. Actually, I think he's going to go for Hogum. I think that makes the most sense for him. So he's going to attack Hogum with his great axe. Oh, shit. And he's going to roll. Oh, maybe that's going to hit. A 24 against your AC, Hogum. Armor class? Yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah, so he hits, and he's going to do... Oh, wait, did it... Well, it still hits anyway, even with his minus four. Yeah, it's negative four, so he rolled a, a 20 instead. But he is going to do 1d12 plus 3 damage. Wow. Holy cow. That dude's built. These guys are tough. Daddy? Well, he rolled a 1. So he does 4 damage to you, Hogum. After each of your turn ends, he's not going to do that. As a bonus action. Okay, so he's going to also enter a rage state. And that just means that he gets to he gets advantage on strength checks and saving throws, but not on attacks. He does plus two melee damage anytime it's a strength weapon, which an axe would be. And he has resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Uh, rage ends when he is knocked unconscious or if he hasn't attacked a hostile creature in his turn. Or he can just decide to end it if he wants to, but he's not going to. (laughs) He's got that. And right now we're at about two hours. So we're going to cut this episode mid-battle. And we'll pick it up in the next episode. Okay. Uh, You guys have have a a, a fucked up Agador right now. 
and a lot of people aren't hitting it. Maybe this episode will reset our roles. <laughs> and also, I didn't realize because I wasn't, I was dumb. Um, but I can do the, oh shit, go away. So I can do a sneak attack. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 2d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon if you have advantage on the attack roll. Oh. So when I, yeah. So when I had, when I like clipped his. Oh yeah. Heals. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Let's, uh. All right, let's say our goodbyes, and we'll pick up on this next. Your big battle, your boss battle. It's your first boss battle, guys. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, you guys realize now that they do some damage, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. assess, pull out all the stops, and we'll do it on the... We'll see how this ends in the next episode. Maybe I'll get a total party kill, and the podcast will be over in eight episodes. <laughs> well, what about Loxif? Like, plot twist, where is he? Where is Loxif? Hey, find out on our next episode. I'm Chris. I'm your DM. And you can find me on Twitter at Chris the DM. And that's Chris with a K. And I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. Hey, it's your boy, Jonathan. And you can find me at Instagram at J-E underscore Washington. Hey, it's Mark, and you can find Hogum on Twitter at Hogum McGogal. And you can find the podcast at Roll Gay Roleplay on Twitter as well. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Come back for the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.